for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to another episode of The 23 Season, an original series powered by The Fall Podcast. Guys, this is your co-host, David Riley, and it is officially October 1st. Okay, now I'm going to break down kind of here in my segments, what I'm going to try to do is break down all the conditions and then all my planning into the hunt and then how the hunt actually went. So on October 1 here in Southern Michigan, we were looking at, you know, when I, when I went out to go hunting tonight, the truck read 82 degrees and we had a pretty much a straight south, south wind for a while. They were talking about maybe east, southeast, but what I was getting is pretty much a straight south wind now that wind isn't terrible you know and it's kind of what you expect on an 82 degree day but what the problem was is it was only reading you know like two to three to four mile an hour wind so there basically was almost no wind at all and matter of fact there was times during my hunt tonight when i was checking the wind that basically like it was so hot and that sun was still, you know, shining so hard that I was actually getting some pretty good uh, thermal, you know, up pole, even, you know, around the 5, 5.30, even close to 6 o'clock before I started seeing it dropping a little bit. So, you know, it would have been very easy for me to be discouraged about the, the temperatures and maybe just stay home. But what I did have to my advantage is I had the scouting I did in my back pocket. And I also had the advantage of it being October 1st, so the element of surprise, basically. So, you know, we talked a little bit on the last episode of um, the 23 season about some of the scouting they had done this week. And nothing really showed up, you know, with glassing or on trail cameras, you know, Friday night and Saturday night. So I kind of was pretty much sticking to you know, my plan of what I found scouting somewhere around Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. And basically what it was going to do is it was going to put me just, if you can, I'll try to paint the best picture. 
it was going to put me just on the northeast side of a big swamp. And that's exactly where I was wanting to be according to all the sign that I was seeing. Now, there was a big destination field to the north of me still. So I knew that the deer, most likely whatever deer were in the swamp, it was going to be, they would exit the swamp and there was a lot of burr oaks dropping right there. And I believe that's the correct you know, oak that I'm talking about. The, the, the acorn, the cap on it's like real fuzzy and it's got like little hairs on it. So I, I believe it's a burr oak. And I could tell that the deer had really, really been in there heavily because my scouting, you know, this this place on the edge of the swamp, a lot of these swamps, they we've dealt with what we called emerald ash borer, and we've lost a lot of trees. So on the outside of these swamps, like the under the understory is really, really thick and it's really, really tall. So as you know, tough it is to maybe scout that and hunt it early on in the season, what it does do is it makes these deer feel comfortable to move in. But when I got into this area this last week, the understory was almost completely matted down flat. And the amount of droppings in there was just incredible in the amount of rubs. Now, there were some pretty nice rubs. And ironically, this particular property, over the years that I've hunted it and scouted it and learned more about it, I just don't see a ton of buck sign on it but there's always bucks there, you know, so I don't know if it's a, a competition thing or it does get a lot of human pressure. You know, this per, this piece arguably gets more human pressure than anything else I hunt. So maybe that's part of it too, but when I was in there this last week, I was, I was really surprised by the sign in there. So I, you know, I knew I had to throw a sit at it. Now there was a couple questions in my head though. There's kind of two swamps in that area and there is, you know, kind of a buffer between them. And I didn't know exactly, you know, I didn't push in too deep scouting the other day. I, I seen the sign that I needed. And with the, with the light wind conditions, I told myself, why don't we start kind of on this one end of the swamp? Because my conditions here in Michigan look the same. October 1, 2, 3, and 4, they all pretty much look the same. High 70s, low 80s, winds out of the south. So if I wasn't successful tonight, my plan is to keep moving forward into the swamp, keep moving forward. Eventually, I'll end up at that another swamp. Well, I got in there pretty clean tonight. Um, it was pretty, it was, I had to really take my time because like I said a few minutes ago, that wind was almost nothing. And we've had the sun finally came out the last two days. So it's really, really dried. You know, what leaves are falling, it really dried them out, man. And they are, they're crunchy. So I really had to take my time. And I got set up real good. You know, I'm using the new uh, Latitude Carbon Series sticks and then the X-Wing. And, you know, I've been using those for, for months now, practicing with them. But once again, just getting out there in hunt mode, man, they, they, they are just they're the Cadillac. They are the nicest thing out there in my opinion. And I got up there in the tree, got settled in, got the cameras hooked up. And you know what? It just, I sat there for a little bit and just kind of smiled, man, because just, just happy to be out there again. It's October one. Yeah. I could have complained about the, you know, the heat, but you know what? It just, we're back hunting guys, you know, and there's something, there's something to be said about that. And I just really wanted to, you know, soak that in, in the moment. But 
then all of a sudden like i you know took that in then i flipped the switch like here we go let's get into hunt mode and the night was pretty pretty uneventful till around you know sunset on october 1 where i'm at was i believe about 7 18 p.m tonight and shortly after six i started seeing deer movement and i had a doe one lone doe nice doe too she worked out of that swamp exactly like i wanted a deer to do exactly like the buck that i was in there hunting named chuck it's exactly what i wanted him to do and it was it was really great practice for her to come out me to you know roll the camera on her as much as possible get the second camera angle going and you know for me this is this is a, a lot of new stuff trying to film so it was i liked the practice right and then i for a second there i was like man if it wasn't so warm out i i'd probably bend the limbs back and 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 let her have it tonight but she worked off and eventually i could tell she was headed out to the destination food source uh, way to the north of me tonight then eventually i seen two more does come out you know all adult does come out of the swamp and it's okay they're you know everything's going good out there and then right around 6 30 i caught tines kind of right on the edge of the swamp but his head was down and when i first initially seen his antlers i i thought in my head i was like man his antlers are really white and then i i seen him pick his head up through the through the leaf cover and i was like instant at first thought i was like that's a shooter like that's him that's who i'm after and i could tell right away like my first opportunity was gonna be on my weak side and I'm a big first opportunity guy. Like I don't, I don't like when I see my opportunity for a shot, I usually take it. And I tell you what, this buck, you know, he, he just took his time in those oaks. Very rarely did his head come off that ground. He was like a, a shot back vacuum, just sucking up all those acorns in there. And I could hear him. You know, with that low, like I said earlier, that low wind speed, it was so quiet that I could just hear him munching on it. But then I kept catching glimpses of other bucks behind him. And those bucks, they were just on a mission. They left the swamp and they completely all headed north to the destination food source. He was the only one that was sitting in there eating those acorns. Now, I'm going to be honest, I ended up passing this deer at about 19 yards. He was not the buck I was after. It was not Chuck. What the buck was was he was a he was a kind of a framey seven point. His main his main beams weren't all that long, and he was pretty spindly. But if I had to put a number on it for every anyone listening trying to paint a picture, I would say he's a hundred inches to hundred and five inch buck. That's that's kind of what he looked like. You know when he when he'd pick his head up and look away, he looked kind of good. But when you really dialed in the camera on him or the binoculars you could really really tell that he just he just didn't have that mass and he was he was clearly bigger body wise than any of the other bucks that were passing him but if i had to put an age on him i get my guess is he's a, a two and a half year old and he's the kind of two and a half year old that you know maybe more massive than maybe i would have shot him because there is a big seven point i know of this year that i will shoot but unfortunately this was not that buck and I ended up filming him, and at one point I looked at the camera, and he was in top pin club or top pin range for almost 19 minutes. And I had just as much fun getting all that footage 
you know, once it, cause I'm, you know, I, I had to hang the bow back up cause there was one point where like I was, you know, I was all, you know, set up to make that shot on that, on that weak side, you know, the bow was in my hand, the release was on the, the D loop. I mean, we were, it was looking to, you know, hit the green light, but just, just decided not. So I really enjoyed just filming him and, you know, I just I kept seeing bucks filter out of that swamp. Now, you know, I ended up seeing about six bucks and out of the six, I think four of them I could have shot, but there's, there's two of them that just worked, you know, they were out of bow range, but they, all the deer that worked in bow range, even though I didn't decide to shoot them, that's still a win to me. You know, I read the sign. Yeah. The, my target buck did not show up, but I read the sign. I set up correctly and I had those deer come in bow range and not only in bow range, but the, the type of bow range where they gave me a shot opportunity if I was looking to take that. So that is a win in my books. Now, I'll probably be hunting tomorrow night, guys. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of play that same play, but I'm going to push a little deeper because one thing that did not show up tonight was truck. So maybe I need to push a little bit deeper. More, you know, I'm going to keep kind of pushing to the west more into the south a little bit more. Just see if I can't, you know, maybe he's exiting that swamp a little bit different area. Maybe the sign I seen was being laid down at night. That, that I do not know. But... That is night one, October 1st is in the books, and little teaser, guys, I am drinking a beer here because I got two buddies that are out on recoveries tonight, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything else. I'll let them give the, you know, have the opportunity to, to tell the stories when it's time, but cheers to you boys. You know who, who you are. Until next time, we'll see you again on the 23 season.